Hey friend, welcome to Charlotte Mason for All, where every country, culture, and community is welcome. Our mission is to bring Christ through the Charlotte Mason philosophy and methods to homes around the world, including yours. My name is Min Huang, and I'm your host, along with Mariana Mastracchio and Erica Alifea. Hey sister, welcome back. We are so excited to be with you again for another season. It was a whirlwind of a summer. I don't know about you, but I just feel like the summer went by so quickly. Uh, but I'll have to admit, I am looking forward to being back in our regular routine again. <laughs> and, and we have so many wonderful things to share with you. So we're just going to get right to it. One of the things that the Lord has been putting on our hearts, Erica, Mariana, and myself, was this feeling of somebody is missing. Somebody is missing on our team. And we didn't know who it was. Uh, we had been praying that the Lord will show us. And surprisingly enough, it happened much faster than we expected. <laughs> and we are so thankful. We are also very excited to introduce our brand new teammate who's been uh, a sister and a friend for with us for a long time. But uh, we were just so thrilled when, uh, of course, we didn't pressure her too much, not too much, but <laughs> we were so thrilled when she said yes. Let's see if you can recognize her voice. Go ahead. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> This is LaShawn <laughs> Welcome, LaShawn. Thank Welcome, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm oh. very excited. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. LaShawn, you might recognize her if you are familiar with a delectable education. Uh, she was a speaker at the most recent conference this past winter. And she is also known in the world of Charlotte Mason Soiree. So if you're familiar with the Charlotte Mason Soiree, uh, the Facebook group, LaShawn has been volunteering and helping out there for quite some time. So you may recognize her there as well. But we just want to get right to it and give you a chance to get to know her and see how wonderful she is <laughs> and um, be blessed by her presence as well. So I'm going to get started and I'm going to share how I first met LaShawn. So LaShawn, this will have to go back some years because I, I feel like I've known you longer than I actually have. Yes, yes. <laughs> Just, you are a kindred spirit. Uh, I know that we first met through the Charlotte Mason soiree mm -hmm. and LaShawn, you quickly became just because of your presence, your words, your encouragement, the way that you would pour into our sisters there um, and helping them in their homeschool journey, um, the grace with which you would comment and reply, you just quickly was noticeable, you know, at least to, at least to me and I, I know to many others too. Um, and you continue to do so. But then you know, what, what really got me excited was when we opened the doors to life-giving motherhood and I see the name LaShawn Thomas. <laughs> 
And I was so encouraged by your presence there. Um, and right away, you were like this fiery spitball. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited to be there. <laughs> you, you were active in everything, in our weekly challenges, our daily challenges. Um, and it was so, I don't know how else to say it, but it was so encouraging. I just felt like your passion and your excitement was contagious. And I just, I would thank God every day, Mariana would be like, oh my goodness, it's so great to have LaShawn with us. Um, and, you know, we quickly saw that you had a, a heart for the mothers to serve the mothers and to serve um, just in the various aspects of bringing words of life and words of encouragement and the word of God uh, to the mothers in that group. And so uh, very quickly, LaShawn, we had to grab her while we could. <laughs> and Mariana and I invited LaShawn to be a part of our leadership team for life-giving motherhood. So if you want to get to know this amazing human being, you need to come to Life-Giving Motherhood. There's a plug. <laughs> yes, you get to know her even more. You'll get to know her through our podcast, but you get to know her even more, even better uh, doing life with her through our amazing community. So I met LaShawn, well, I saw LaShawn. I didn't even meet her, but I saw her at the ADE at home conference that happened online. And I was so excited because the, the talk she was giving was about SOFA, uh, uh, you know, one of those lessons there, I need all the help. And I was so excited to actually see someone doing a lesson. And like right away, her, her daughters were so cute and so cooperative doing the lesson. I was like, wow, that's just brave because my kids would never, my kids would never do that. And, and then, you know, another thing that caught my attention right away was her organization to give that, that lesson. Like, you know, everything was organized step-by-step. Step. I was like, wow, I could see right there, kindred spirit. So as Min mentioned, you know, when we opened Life-Giving Motherhood for the first time and we kept checking, you know, the new moms coming and joining and I saw LaShawn, I was like, wait a minute, that name sounds familiar. I was like, man, that's LaShawn who gave the talk on SoFi. I felt like, well, we have a, a, a famous person joining the membership. <laughs> well, that was my reaction. You know, I'm not ashamed to share. And... <laughs> And, and then quickly, um, you know, through her participation, enthusiasm, words of encouragement, and really you could see her heart, you know, you could see that she was pouring out uh, from her heart and, and exactly what I mean said, well, let's, let's, let's ask her, do you want to, you know, do you want to help us a little bit? <laughs> and it's been such a amazing to to get to know LaShawn at the community at life-giving motherhood and super excited to be chatting with her more often too at the podcast <laughs> it's a blessing to just just know all of you <laughs> and get to work with you as a bonus so <laughs> oh when I met LaShawn um it was through ADE as well 
I, it was in the beginning of uh, my CM journey. Of course, I thankfully had Mariana and Simone and Min guiding me. Um, and one of their many resources that they suggested was a delectable education podcast, <laughs> which has often been a lifeline. And, um, but then in the beginning, I was also kind of searching for more diversity as well within our, our community. And so one day I'm kind of looking through the podcast, looking at the episodes and I saw LaShawn's name and I said, Ooh, <laughs> and I listened to it. And I was just like, wow, uh, listening to her story, listening to her share, uh, especially, I mean, she'll share more about herself, but sharing how homeschooling really wasn't on her own radar. <laughs> and <laughs> she had her own life, her own profession. And, you know, she gave it all up. And I said, Oh, my gosh, this is me. And as she, the more she shared, I was like, wow, I, I need to contact her. And so I went to go look for her um, on Instagram. <laughs> but there wasn't much activity there on her. <laughs> and then I went to look for her on Facebook. And I said, Oh, there she goes. And I said, Oh, my gosh, she's following me already. <laughs> I didn't even realize. And so I, I, I sent her a message and I thanked her and I told her listening to the episode, I felt like we were kindred spirits. And then she told me she was like, Oh, I feel the same way. Thank you so much for for being a, a voice, a, a new voice. Yes. within our, our Charlotte Mason community. And, and then she shared some more about how her husband had roots in New York City. Yes. And we just, we just kind of went from there. And then, of course, later on with Life Giving Motherhood. And when I saw her name, I was just like, oh, wow, she joined. <laughs> so um, it, it was, it's just been um, a sweet journey so far. And I'm, I'm looking forward to um, to learning even more. And as are you, uh, whoever's listening out there, you probably want to get to know LaShawn yourself. So uh, we're going to just talk to her right now and she's going to share a little bit about her life. So can you just start us off, LaShawn? Tell us anything about yourself. <laughs> All the things. Okay. Um, well, you know, Erica, I, I think I've mentioned to you that I had um, seen your presentation on the CM online thing. And I told everybody I know, like, oh, you have to go to this website. <laughs> so I, I think I, I was probably stalking. <laughs> I was a lurker. <laughs> um, so yes, about me. Wow. Um, I, I am American. I'm a Black American woman, um, but I have moved a lot. That's probably something that's a, a little different about me. Um, my dad was in the Air Force, so I was actually born in England, and we left there when I was two, moved six times before settling in Nebraska, and then I grew up, joined the Navy, um, met my husband then, and you know, we were, I was moving around for school before I met my husband. And so after 18 years of marriage now and seven moves together, we are in Southern Maryland. So we have three kids. Um, it took us seven years to be able to have our first and uh, the Lord kept us through infertility, tears and prayers and pleading. And um, we, we actually began to nickname one another Abraham and Sarah, because we were older when we first got to have our, our oldest child. So um, yeah, and we've been homeschooling since the beginning. So we have an 11 year old daughter, a seven year old daughter and a three year old son. So um, we've been 
yeah, homeschooling probably too long because I started when my oldest was two. And so it's a little too early, um, but we've been having a ball and enjoying seeing new places, new faces, new cultures, new languages along the way. So what are some of the places you've lived in or where? Uh, so, well, I'll start with after, well, no. So I grew up in Nebraska and then went to Ohio for med school, back to Virginia for residency, met my husband in Virginia came here to where we're actually living now here in Southern Maryland. And then he and I got married and our first duty station together was Sicily, Italy. So that was like a wonderful three-year honeymoon. (laughs) And then (laughs) we came back to Virginia, uh, went to Washington State, then went to Okinawa, Japan, Corpus Christi, Texas. And now we're back here in Southern Maryland, which has wow. been nice. Yeah. <laughs> what a journey. Yeah. And it's nice to, you really feel like you get to experience different cultures within our own country. So in addition to Japan, Japan was amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. so how did you find Charlotte Mason? That was interesting. So I actually started off with Montessori because I was there at home. I'd gotten out of the Navy in 2007 and my husband was like, well, what are you going to be doing? (laughs) And so I was working um, part-time in pediatrics, did a little school, did a few million too many activities. And then um, (laughs) when I finally cut back on all of those, I got pregnant with uh, my daughter. And at that time, I'd always said I wanted to take two years off, or so I thought, two years off to raise my child and then go back to work. So during that time, like, well, what are we going to be doing here just sitting around? (laughs) So I started doing a little bit of stuff with Montessori, fell in love with it, read all Montessori's writings and bought all the materials, made all the materials. And we were going along in that just fine. And a friend of mine, a few years later, started doing Charlotte Mason with her kids in her home um, and just looking into it and implementing a lot of the early years things. And so it kind of piqued my interest. And then as we went along with Montessori, I felt the whole time like something was missing. There was a piece missing. Um, Along the way, we had decided that yes, we're actually going to homeschool. And I thought at that time that it was supposed to be through Montessori. And one of the reasons we said we wanted to homeschool was to disciple our children and give them a biblical worldview. We just had one child at the time, but it was not a part of Montessori. So I always felt like I was retrofitting Jesus into Mm. the plan and having to put all this extra stuff in. Um, So the same friend who had been doing or who had been doing Charlotte Mason in her home just kind of gently slipped me this book and said, hey, this just gives you a nice summary of the method all in a nutshell. And of course, it was for the children's sake that many of us. <laughs> of course, get, of course. I love how she given, just slipped it to you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> By great friends who give us this amazing book. And I was at a season of life because then I'd had um, my younger daughter, who's now seven. So I wasn't in a season where I could sit and read anything. So I listened to it and I was just walking around the house crying as I listened to this book because every, I want to say every idea that was in that book just resonated so deeply in my heart. And I realized, well, this method is founded on the gospel of Christ. I don't have to retrofit it because the method came from it. (laughs) So I was immediately hooked, raced through the first three volumes because I thought I could read it the same way that I'd read my 
Montessori, I quickly found out, no, this is a lot deeper than that. It's a lot deeper than that. Um, but I was hooked. I was hooked then. Um, I had also realized that with Montessori, I was going to have to rework a lot of all the work that was already done in order to include Jesus and include our faith. And I, I just knew I needed something different. So um, we started Charlotte Mason when my oldest was six. And I started with a you know very popular book list and another very popular curriculum at the time. It was doing way too much, became very burdened. And then that's when a friend of mine mentioned the Delectable Education podcast and the Charlotte Mason soiree. And um, I, I want to say I binged like 50 episodes of the podcast and I just, I had my first consult and it was like all the burden was lifted. I felt like I was living the verse where Jesus said, you know, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I'm like, that's this. And so um, that's when I came to the, the I want to say the flavor of Mason that we're doing today in our home. Um, so I've had like five consults with them now. And, uh, but as I've grown in reading Mason myself and, you know, knowing the people that are in front of me, I've been able to tweak it now to, to fit the people that are here in our home. So follow the Holy Spirit. Amen. That is so beautiful. God is just so faithful, isn't he? Amen. Amen. <laughs> Always Amen. there to, to redirect us. Yes. His way instead of our stubborn way. <laughs> LaShawn, I'm so interested. So how is it that you uh, kind of change it up for, for your family dynamic? For our family, I want to say this is really, well, I have to say that um, with the consults that I'd gotten, there were some diverse titles and authors that I still to this day don't know that I would have come across if they weren't included in my consult. Um, when we lived in Japan, we had titles about people in Japan. Um, when we lived in Texas, we had titles about people in Texas of you know different ethnicities. And, and so that was very good. Um, I wanted to hone in a little bit more on our own Black American culture. And so um, this year I've incorporated, so we have three spines this year that I've kind of all meshed together, but still trying to make sure that we're not overloading or reading too much in too small a time frame, um, and have included um, historical fiction that because it's from a, the perspective of a Black American, it's going to include a lot of the traditional historical events is going to include more of the traditional and mainstream um, uh, historical figures as well. It's going to include those, whereas vice versa is not necessarily true. Those voices would be missing. Um, so we've done, it's called Building a New Land by Jim Haskins. So we've included that history that kind of goes through um, the culture of Africans in America during the form, formation of the slavery years, the way they looked in America and goes through the presence in the colonies, similarly to the way the stories of America marches through the different colonies, but it's from a different perspective. Um, we've included that alongside the other history spine and I do add it into our morning lessons. So the girls are still doing narrations on those things. Um, we've, we have um, a black composer this year. Um, we're doing poetry by 
black poets, music, all sorts of things. And I got the idea from you um, that even in other parts of our day, we've kind of always included our culture, but I'm being a little more intentional about that in times, even outside of school time. Um, whereas I don't know that I was as intentional about that before. So I've included us into our morning lessons with narrations and exam questions, as well as into the other parts of the day. That's such a wonderful blend of what you've been doing over the years. And um, I love how you included wherever you lived and, and also your own family. And, and I know that that's encouraging to a lot of uh, mamas listening because we, we, we always like, what, but what do we read about and who and what? And, right. and it's like, there is no cookie cutter method. I mean, right. Miss Mason gives us the method and says, this is how you can do it but you choose the resources and you choose the, the content. So yes. thank you for sharing that, Sean. So which principle has made the most impact on you? And I know that is like a really difficult question. And I know you've been following the Charlotte Mason method for a while now. Um, so what, what method, um, what principle has made the most impact? So for me, the principle that's had the greatest impact has been the last one in her synopsis of the method. And I, I, I have to read the whole thing so I do it justice. <laughs> so we should allow no separation um, to grow up between the intellectual and the spiritual life of children, but should teach them that the divine spirit has constant access to their spirits and is their continual helper in all the interests, duties, and joys of life. So in our home, and I always wonder, did I go too deep with my kids on this? But I, I think maybe not. Um, I haven't given them the name for this, but I have kind of talked to them about the idea that we're not, you know, three different compartments of mind, body, and spirit, that we're all one being. And I think Charlotte Mason talks about this quite a bit as well. Um, that they have this Hebrew concept of the nebesh, like the whole being. And so I've discussed with them that since all three of them have made a profession of Christ, I'm like, the Holy Spirit isn't sitting inside a little room in your body. He's part of your eyes. He's part of your hands. He's part of your feet. He's part of who you are now. And he's always there to help you. He always sees you. He always knows. And he's always there to help you be a new creation and to live every part of your life and everything you do in light of being that new creation. So we frequently talk about that in different ways. Um, I also let them know, and I was very inspired by this when I first really considered that even math, you know, that in math, we get to witness God's absolute truth. You know, it's not going to change, you know, two years from now when culture changes, two plus two is still going to equal four and we can't change that. <laughs> and so, um, and that all the good, the true and all the beautiful ideas have come from the Holy Spirit. Um, you know, even for people who don't even know that that's where that idea came from and they may never profess Christ, that that's where that idea came from. So I frequently like to start off our school mornings, you know, just reminding our girls that we, well, and Samuel too, because he's there, <laughs> um, reminding them that we get to partake in 
you know, the ongoing discussion of all these ideas that God put into the world at different times, and we get to sit and take part in that. Um, so I feel like for me, as I've gone along and realized this more and more and more in my own life, I get to share this with them, even in, you know, in our school day, in our afternoon occupations, you know, in a car ride to the grocery store, you know, everywhere. So that's, it's really impacted our entire lives and not just our homeschool. Amen. And I'm totally borrowing that visual. Like Holy Spirit is part of your eyes, your hands. I, I loved it. I loved it. Fingernails. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Everything that you do. Yeah. <laughs> so in this season of your life, um, what is the Lord? What do you feel the Lord is speaking to your heart? Or in this, this season of homeschooling? Yes. So I feel like I was listening, listening and reading um, volumes two and three, because I feel like she just goes deeper and deeper and deeper into all these nuggets in every volume. And so the idea of coming alongside my children, I think the Lord is really, really trying to work that out in me and has been now for probably the past six to eight months or so. Um, because of my personality, I can get a bit bossy and I can start to become <laughs> autocratic and lord my leadership over the, you do this because I said so, as opposed to, you know, freak, I'm going to switch trains of thought here. I always think of all the veteran homeschooling mamas that I see and hear speaking and talking, and they all say that I am coming from a place of sharing this from my mistakes instead of sharing this from my perfection. And so to a degree, you know, our kids already know we don't, you know, we're not perfect. <laughs> we're sinners just <laughs> like they are, right? Yeah. Um, and so they know that and they see that. And so, you know, I like to communicate to them that I am in a position of authority because the Lord placed me here and I'm so happy to get to serve in this position and serve them in this position. And I'm in this position of authority, not because of perfection, because, but because of many, many, many more years of experience and, you know, prayerfully growth in the Lord and that, that, that means something. And so because of that, I get to come along and lead and guide um, like the Holy Spirit comes along and leads and guides us. He's not going to push us around. <laughs> so um, so that's um, kind of my personal motto in my heart for our lives and for our homeschool this year. And I even put it on, I set up our whole homeschool on Trello. So it's the title of my workspace is come alongside 21, 22. So I see it every day, like don't start bossing them around. <laughs> come alongside, guide, and present the ideas to them. And um, it's helped me to get out of the way of the Holy Spirit and stop talking all the time. <laughs> so so that's, that's what's been on my heart for this year. Mamas, do you, do you hear why we love LaShawn? Like, do you just hear it? <laughs> this is gleaned from so many more wise people than me. <laughs> Lots of cleaning. <laughs> and and now this is where you're at. And there's still so much learning, right? For for all of us, but to help these these mamas, us, that we can encourage one another and mm -hmm. lead each other and, and and just take each other by the hand and say, you know, let's let's go as God is leading, as the Holy Spirit is leading. Yeah, we're gonna do this together. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Amen. Yes, yes. I I know that I will be listening to this episode. Uh, a few times throughout the year to be reminded of that message because mm -hmm. um, I find that I have that in common with LaShawn. I, I, I kind of sometimes 
want to get in the way and <laughs> I'm reading volume two and three right now as well <laughs> so it's like yeah I you know the message keep hammering and I I love the idea of having a visual to look at it every day and be you know we we, we need we need reminders that's just yes. the way it is right we just Amen. need reminders <laughs> yeah. and uh but as we mentioned right that we learn from our mistakes and I also share from my mistakes because that's that's where um you know our experience is right so one thing that we at Charlotte Mason for all did was to create a toolkit to help you who is starting this journey or have been you know already homeschooling with Charlotte Mason and would like to be like a little fly on our wall <laughs> and you know learn more about what is a living book and how do I choose one uh, what is narration and why narration is like so important for Charlotte Mason education what a lesson looks like and something that we we get asked a lot question this question often is how do I even make a schedule so this Charlotte Mason toolkit includes these four videos um, that me and Eric and I talks that we have given at our life giving motherhood membership. So these videos have presentation, have Q and A, and we also included a inspirational talk to encourage your heart that was given by Ming. And I think that I don't know if I'm speaking for myself here, but I don't think so. That every time you know we we, we listen to this talk, it's like tears, and it's so encouraging. And you feel like, all right, let's do this. So Shella Mason Toolkit is in, on our website, shellamasonforall.com. Make sure you subscribe to our newsletter to receive a special coupon for this amazing toolkit that we, we hope to help you. Before we wrap up this episode, LaShawn, can you tell us where we can find you and support you? Sure. Um, well, I will be here on the Charlotte Mason for All podcast website. And um, I don't really have my own website, but I am on Facebook. I'm trying to re revive my old dry Instagram account <laughs> to step into the 21st century. And um, then um, on life-giving motherhood, as Min mentioned earlier, and new people can come and join us in this amazing community of ministry. Uh, the doors will be opening again in November. And I think more information about that can be found on men's website as well at life giving motherhood we'll add those links on the show notes of course okay <laughs> and so uh, a few updates um personal updates the art of color artist study that we've been working really really hard on is out our first artist Juan de Pareja was has been such a blessing and I thank you so much on behalf of Nelly Escalante and myself uh, she is the art historian who works on the artist study with me we thank you so much for the support it has been a huge huge hit there was obviously a need for Juan de Pareja's story to be out with this new artist, you'll see that he has made a huge mark in history as well. And so you can find that on the artofcolorstudy.com website as well. Well, from my end, as, as you may know, dear friend, that I also serve in the Brazilian community, the Charlotte Mason community in Brazil. And one of the things I've prayed and dreamed about was a publishing company to translate Charlotte Mason's volumes. And guess what? That just happened. <laughs> 
in a nutshell, um, there is a long story behind that, and I'm sure I can share another day, but in a nutshell, um, I've been working with a Brazilian mom who lives in Brazil. Her name is Janice. She's also a member of Life Giving Motherhood. And uh, Lord has blessed us with this opportunity to have a publishing company. It's called Editora Ideas Vivas, Living Ideas Publishing Company. And we will be not only uh, reviving old literature that has been lost in Portuguese, translating some amazing books to Portuguese, but also translating Shella Mason's volume. So I'm very excited about that. And I'm so blessed to be sharing that with you. And so Min, can you, can you give us an update on, on, on your end? Well, other than what's been going on with life-giving motherhood, there's always tons of new things going on every month. Uh, we just finished up in the summer working on our habits regarding our role as home educators. And I consider every mother a home educator. It doesn't matter that you're not homeschooling. Any mother who has children <laughs> is a home educator. We are the gatekeepers of the home and we are the first agent of education for our children um, ordained by God. So we have had a wonderful summer helping one another grow in our understanding of how we could cultivate the kind of home culture with the home uh, values that we want. Uh, and we have grown in our understanding of the various ways that we could help our children develop relationships with God, with God's creation and with mankind. And so that has been fantastic. We finished up a few workshops in the new series, which we've called Spreading the Feast. And we have more to come throughout fall including, I have to get you, LaShawn, to do a workshop on how you're using Trello, <laughs> organize your subjects for your homeschool. But um, we've also this summer been trying to put together a Charlotte Mason Sunday School curriculum. Now, some of you have already heard uh, that Erica and myself, and now Mariana as well, as of just this month, um, are the children's ministry directors of our local home church. And so we have been implementing Charlotte Mason, Erica and myself have been implementing Charlotte Mason's philosophy and methods within our children's Sunday school program. And we've had many moms reach out to us um, asking how to go about doing that. Is there anything tangible that they could follow? So what we are hoping to do is very soon, uh, and maybe by the time this airs, have at least year one of the four-year rotation out for you available on our website, charlottemasonforall.com. So please go there and check it out. Um, I think what I need to do is to roll out one year at a time of the four-year rotation because I just want to ensure that all the links are updated. It's very simple because we basically follow what we do for our Bible lessons in our homes with the Charlotte Mason education. We give them the Bible. <laughs> so it's very simple, but what I include with that are recitation pieces that we may have used, um, as well as links to picture studies. I try as much as possible to have links to public domain picture studies so that it's free for you to use uh, for your own church as well as what I call the Compassion Project. And that really is uh, a handicraft component 
to replace the macaroni art component, <laughs> which I detest. <laughs> um, so we are we develop a handicraft skill during this time, and I call it the Compassion Project because the purpose of it is to serve uh, a group in need in our community. So whether it be, let's say, we learned how to knit with a loom knitter, perhaps, especially for our little ones. Um, and we make hats for babies in the NICU, so on and so forth. Oh, we started a garden. And from the fruits of the garden, we give to our the homeless uh, pantry in our town. Um, and so the children have a way of um, serving as well with the handicraft that they're learning during their Sunday school time. So this will hopefully be available to you as I as you listen to this now. And as we continue to re re hone and refine each year, they will continue to be made available to you at charlottemasonforall.com. All of the proceeds are going to be going back to the children, to the children um, in particular, not just in, in my, my church here, but also to Erica's church um, in the Bronx, because it's all about the children. <laughs> it's for the children's sake, right? Uh, and so we are heading into a new series, therefore, to share a little bit more about this and to help answer a lot of the questions, your questions that have been coming in. How, we, how can we spread the Charlotte Mason philosophy and methods within our local churches and within um, the arena of children's ministry, not just in our within our homes, because it really is this gospel-centered philosophy of education and philosophy of life uh, is for everybody. It's for every family. So we are excited to be interviewing um, some brothers and sisters in Christ who are going to share a little bit more about their experiences engaging in this uh, with us in this wonderful ministry in our home churches. And we look forward to having you engage with us and to hear from you as well. And so with that, it's a wrap of our first episode. We're excited to have LaShawn and we're excited to be meeting with you again next week. Hey friend, thank you for joining us today. We hope to meet you back here next week. I also hope you enjoyed this episode. So go ahead and don't be shy. Leave us a five-star review. And until next time, friend. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Mm -hmm.